With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Apostle Gil Burgos here coming at you with another teaching production on the prophetic training. We are now in session number nine, number nine, and we are going to be speaking about today the gift of faith, the gift of faith. Uh, We are going to be looking at two texts today. If you want, open up to two verses of Scripture. I want you to put a bookmark in 1 Corinthians 12, because that's a crux of where we're going to be going back and forth. But we always go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, because that's the core of what the Bible's teaching about prophetic gifts. But before we get into 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we are going to open up with the book of Hebrews chapter 1, because again, we're going to be talking about the gift of faith. So what I want to do is lay a foundation first before we go into 1 Corinthians 12. Amen? So quickly, we're going to be reading how to understand faith. And we're going to be looking at some scriptures here from verses 1 through 7. And um, I pray that when you read this, it lays a foundation in your spirit so you can see exactly where we are going. Okay? So it says here, and I'm reading from the New King James, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good mercy, I'm sorry, good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had his testimony that he pleased God. Verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and, the, and became heir of the righteousness which is according to to faith. Now, to grief, you go further on, further on, like verses 8 through, uh, through 12, you'll see more and more people, using, uh, God using examples of people with faith. You see it's about Abraham uh, from verses 8 through 12, and then we go through verses 13 through 16, it speaks about a heavenly hope for those who died in faith. And then we go to verse 17 all the way to 22, we see the faith of the other patriarchs. And the faith of Moses in 23 to 29. And then further on, when we see verses 30 on to the end of the chapter, it speaks about by faith how they overcame. So we're not going to read all of this chapter, but I just again wanted to lay a foundation 
of where we are going. Now, I want to read two verses of Scripture here. I want you to capture this. We're going to look at two verses of Scripture in Hebrews chapter 1. The first verse we're going to look at before we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is Hebrews chapter 1 and Hebrews, I'm sorry, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, and also verse 6. And I'm going to read it again. I'll read it this time in the King James, and then we'll read it in the Amplified. It says in verse 1, verse of chapter 11, now faith is the substance, got that, is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now I'm going to read in the Amplified. It says, now faith is the assurance, the title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. And I want you to get that. That's powerful. I love the way the Amplify expounds on that because when we read it in the King James, we just, uh, I guess that's a, a, a simple one-shot, simplified understanding, but the Amplified Bible expands that and it says again, now faith is the assurance. The assurance what? A title deed, confirmation of things hoped for. In other words, something that's divinely guaranteed. Again, it is the evidence of things not seen. What is that? It is the conviction of their reality. The conviction of their reality. So what we see is here that what? Faith, watch this, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical Senses. Now go down to verse 6. Verse 6 says in the New uh, King James, but without faith, we know this one, we've read this and we quote it, but I want to expound on this. It says, but without faith it is impossible to please him. Who's him? God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a what? A reward of them that diligently seek him. When we read the Amplified, it says it like this. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. But again, when we read verse 6, the first verse should captivate your mind because it says, without faith, it is impossible to do what? To walk with God and what? And please him. Walk with God and please him. So we understanding from what we read in the text that without walking with God, we cannot please God. Oh, come on now. So we have to walk with him. Some of us are not walking with him. We're walking ahead of him. We're walking behind him. And God is saying, catch up because you need to catch the vision. You need to put yourself in position so I can show you what I'm about to do. God is imparting divine purposes and plans in this hour, but the problem that we're seeing in the church that we're not on board with what he's doing. We're on the sidelines. We're in the back court. We're on the other side of the fence. But no, he's saying that you get with me and you walk with me as Enoch did in the same chapter, I believe. He says, Enoch walked with God and he was no more because why? Because God took him. So God is trying to develop a type of relationship in this hour because this season things are going to happen. But if we're not on board of what God's trying to do, we will miss it. We will miss it. Now I want you to understand this. When we look at the concept of faith, it is not the normal measure of faith for daily walking with the Lord. When we're talking about the gift of faith in 
First Corinthians chapter 12, again, it is not the normal measure of faith for daily walking with the Lord. It's a special faith, a special faith. That's how it says it also in the Amplified Bible. It's a gift. Everybody can have faith, but when you're talking about the gift of faith, watch this, it's something imparted for you that the other person doesn't have. It's an elevated type of faith. Not what you always see, not what you always hear, not what we dress, what we just read in Hebrews chapter 11, but it's something else. It's a gift. You see, these men and women of God in Hebrews chapter 11 were Old Testament saints. Yes, they were, but they were in New Testament of saints. They were from the Old Covenant. But what God has done in the New Testament, the New Covenant, he has endowed a specific type of faith to the church, to the body. It is no longer a regular faith. It is a gift. It is a special endowment for you to work in ministry. It is a special endowment for you to operate in the prophetic. It is a, a special endowment for you to operate in the supernatural. Without this endowment of a gift of faith, you cannot operate in the supernatural power that you are trying to obtain. This is an endowment, again, from a heavenly realm that's imparted to you. You can't walk in an Old Testament covenant faith because those types of faith are shallow. They can only go so far. But when the Holy Ghost imparts in you a special gift, you have a, a special gift that the average Joe, the average Christian, does not have. Are you hearing me today? So it's in a special endowment. It's different from everyone else because people will turn to you and say, man of God, woman of God, why do you believe so, 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 so much? Why do you believe more so than anyone else? Why? Because I believe in my spirit because God has divinely imparted to me this special gift as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So let's go there real quick now. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And now let's read the gifts of the spirit as we always have. And then we'll, we'll read, um, as we always been reading, um, verses 7 through 11. 7 through 11. And it says here, I'm reading King James again, it says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For one is given the spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gift of healing, plural, by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracle, to another prophecy, that was your prophetic gift, to another discerning of there goes your gift of discernment, and to another, diverse kinds of tongues. And then to another, what? The interpretation of tongues, in verse 11. But all these worketh that the, the self-same spirit, dividing every man severally as he wills. So as I mentioned before, it is a gift that comes in a moment of time that enables you to get the job done. When we are operating in a, a gift and calling and we want to get the job done, how many know that we need a special type of faith when it comes to healing, when it comes to the prophetic, when it comes to uh, uh, casting out devils? There's a special endowment, as I said before, that God wants to impart to you that the other person does not have. You need that. You need this gift. I pray to the Lord that you would receive this special gift of faith, because without it, you're going to have some trouble down the line as you operate in your gift and calling. Now, also, we want to understand this. It is, an, it is an impartation of ability, an impartation of ability to what? To confidentially know God's provision is sure. I'll repeat that. 
It is an impartation of ability to confidently know God's provision is sure. So as I've been saying all along, you have to know what's going on in the supernatural. So without this gift, you're not even going to have a, 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 so much understanding of what's going on in the dimensions of the spirit. So the question that most people say is what? Well, how, how do I know? How do I know? Well, how can you know? Well, listen, there is an inner knowing that faith gives. There is an inner knowing that faith gives. Within your spirit, you're going to know something that you have a special type of faith, a faith that you never had before in the past. You're going to have a special type of faith. The things that you once wavered, you're no longer going to waver. You're going to understand. You're going to say, wow, I never thought like this before. I never had this type of faith. But this is the type of faith that God is going to endow and impart to you once you receive it and once you are open to receive this gift. Now, also, what we also understand is this. When we have the gift of faith, it is a, the gift of power enabling you to obtain supernatural results. Again, it is the gift of power enabling you to obtain supernatural results. So your results are obtained because you believe. Many people, they wonder why when they work the gifts of miracles, nothing happens. Why? Because they themselves don't even believe what they're about to do. They don't believe. Because if they did believe, the manifestation would become resident. It would become prevalent in their atmosphere, in their spiritual atmosphere, in their spiritual climate. And the enemy on the other side of the dimension of the supernatural realm will see that you have that special faith. I always say this. The enemy is like a cat. He can sense things, just like an animal can sense things. They, they have this special thing that God has enabled them. They can pick up things that you can't pick up. That's how they're always looking around, looking over their shoulder. They have, their senses are keen. But in the spiritual realm, the enemy is the same way. He can discern, he's standing there. When you want to cast out a devil out of somebody, he can discern whether you believe or don't believe. He can pick it up. Why do I say that? Because he's been around longer than you. The enemy has been around for thousands and thousands of years. He knows human behavior. He knows how people operate. He studied them. He knows it. So when you go into things like this and you're trying to do things and you don't have the dimension, the power, and the enablement of faith, he's going to pick it up. And what's going to happen, he's going to put doubt in your mind, fear in your heart, and you're not going to be able to operate in what God wants you to operate in. Are you hearing me today? So this is what God wants us to know. There's an empowerment of enabling faith that is prevalent in the spiritual realm of heaven, but it must be downloaded to your spirit. It must be downloaded to your spirit because without it, you cannot press on the way you think you can. You cannot cast out the devils as easily as you think you can because, again, like they told this, uh, who they told? They said to that fake man, uh, the sons of Sceva, they told him, Peter, I know, Jesus, I know, but who are you? You don't want any, de any devil telling you that. You want to say, I know who I am in Christ Jesus, so in the name of Jesus, come out in Jesus' name. So there is the power, there is the special faith that one has like no one else has. Because why? Because you have received this spiritual gift from heaven. Now, a person with a gift of faith for a specific action will have a boldness and confidence about the outcome that is completely unreasonable. I'm going to repeat that again. A person with a gift of faith for a specific action will have a boldness and confidence. And when I say boldness and cocky, uh, confidence, I'm not trying to be being arrogant and rude and like cocky. 
No, it's a confidence and boldness of where they stand and their identity in Christ Jesus. It's not about saying, oh, look at me, how high and mighty I am. Look how much power I got and walking around with a chip on your shoulder. That is not what God is saying. He's saying walking with a confidence and a boldness, again, of who you are and what you can do and what God has ordained you to do in the gifts of the Spirit since the foundations of the world, since you accepted Christ as Savior and Lord. So this is what God wants you to understand. You have to have a boldness. If you don't walk in boldness, the enemy's going to pick that up as well, and he's going to intimidate you, and he's going to uh, manipulate you, especially when it comes to deliverance. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.